What's up, what's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Powerhouse Mentality Podcast. I am your host, I am Caitlin Kenna. Today I'm joined by a very special guest, and that is Kane, our Great Pyrenees, who is sitting right next to me. He's a little bit sad, guys. So, little little background of where we're at currently. So, it's just me, Kane, and Luke, being my cat, versus the world. Um, Stone is in another country right now, uh, working. And we've been Caitlin, Kane, and Luke for about, wow, it's only been like a week and a half. It feels like it's been way longer. But, you know, I feel like there's been a lot going on. And let me bring you guys up to speed on a couple things that have occurred over the last two weeks that have led to, led me to the epiphany that I'm going to talk about in this podcast. But I need to give you a little bit of background. So last time we spoke, I believe I may have mentioned I could be wrong because, I don't know, I do all these different contents between Facebook Lives and different webinars and different nutrition talks and I talk to a ton of people every single day and my clients and all this thing. I forget what I say on the podcast sometimes, so let's be honest. Two weeks ago, oh yeah, two weeks from today actually, I was doing a workout and I felt a really, really tight feeling in my back. Um, in my right rib cage when I was doing GHD sit-ups and I kind of ignored it because that is who I am I ignore things that probably shouldn't be ignored but that's besides the point Uh, do as I say not as I do and I was feeling okay and then during the last conditioning piece of my training for that day I was being all dramatic and I fell off the rower and as I fell off the row machine onto the floor I took a deep breath And my heart rate was already elevated. I was already breathing pretty heavy. So I really didn't have control. And I felt my rib pop out of place. I've done this many times before. If you you guys have been a follower of the podcast for a while, you know that every six months to a year, Caitlin's bound to throw her rib out of place. It happens. It's part of my life. And I've accepted it at this point. But it fucking sucks every single time that it happens because every single time it's It's a very distinct feeling if you've ever dealt with any sort of rib pain or, God, I couldn't even imagine breaking a rib. I've never done that, knock on wood, but it's fucking painful. It literally feels like somebody has a knife in your rib cage and every time you breathe, laugh, move, cough, sneeze, do anything, it just twists that knife. So it's a very, very lovely feeling, but I was like, okay it's fine. I know how to fix this. I need to get to a chiropractor and the chiropractor will adjust it back into place. It will feel like I'm being shot, but it will provide so much relief and then I'll feel a lot better um, over the next couple days. Now, we've been in Crestview in Florida for about six or seven months. And since we moved down here, I said to myself, I need to find a new chiropractor. And I have not done that yet. So this was the perfect opportunity for me to say, okay, I'm going to look at a positive perspective here. And I'm going to take this as my opportunity to finally do the things that I say that I wanted to do and find a chiropractor that can not only help me get my rib back in place, but also help me each week so I can consistently be proactive instead of reactive when it comes to my health. 
uh, with my joints and because I train really hard and I have really terrible scoliosis, I have a pelvic tilt, I need to be seeing a chiropractor and I love chiropractors because they make me feel so much better. So I called the chiropractor that I've been looking at, kind of wanting to see for a while now, on Tuesday morning, and they were like, okay, cool, let's set up an appointment. We Our next appointment is Monday at this time. And I was like, oh, do you have anything earlier? Because I kind of have a rib out of place. Unfortunately, they didn't. So I was like, okay, I'm going to call around. I'm going to schedule this appointment because I want to see you guys and I want to continue to see you guys because I've heard awesome things about them. But I was also going to be like, all right, let me see if I can find another chiropractor to just hold me over, basically, until I can get this rib popped back into place. And I couldn't. So I had to wait until the following Monday to be able to get the relief. Okay, so I went on YouTube and I googled how to pop your rib back into place. And I found a lot, a lot of great exercises that didn't work. And then I found some guy who was like, oh, you just roll onto a foam roller in this way. You have your arms in this position and you kind of just flap around like a bird dying on the foam roller until you feel a pop and a little bit of pressure is relieved. So I said, well, this is going to hurt like shit and I'm going to attempt it and we're going to see what happens. So Tuesday night, I tried it for a little bit. Didn't work. That thing was fucking out. Like, it was not moving. It hurt a lot. And then I took a little bit of a break because I could only handle so much pain. And then I tried again. And when I tried again, I think it helped it a little bit because I felt a little bit of relief. And then the following day when I was working out, yes, I was still working out um, to the best of my abilities. I was lowering the percentages and weights a little bit and modifying certain movements. For example, like I couldn't do the rowing machine because it hurts so much, but I could do the bike. So I was power cleaning and I'm pretty sure I power cleaned it back into place. So, hey, it worked. And I was just super sore. I was still in a lot of pain. If you've ever had a rib out of place, like it's not complete relief when you get it back into place because there's still a lot of inflammation um, that needs to calm down a little bit. So you're just, it basically feels like you've been punched multiple times in the rib cage, just a little bit sore. Um, And I was feeling pretty good and it was starting to get a little bit more relief every single day. And then Saturday morning, I was doing a workout that was very, very upper body, very overhead dominant, where I was doing wall walks and I was doing snatches and I was doing um, jump ropes. So there was there was a lot of shoulder, um, dumbbell, uh, ugh, dumbbell push press. And I was doing the second to last wall walk and I felt it go out. And then I didn't stop because I'm who I am. And I remember doing the back squats that day and shit. I almost threw up because it was so painful. But it was Saturday and I knew that I had two more days until I could see a chiropractor. Long story short, to summarize this all up, my mom came for the weekend. I couldn't even focus on being present with her because I was in so much fucking pain. Because it was worse than before. And then I went to the chiropractor on Monday he popped it back into place, success, and I went back to him on Thursday to get a second adjustment. And right now, being two weeks after the initial rib being popped out, I feel a lot better. I'm still pretty sore, but I was successfully able to sleep on the side of my body where the rib was popped out, which I was not even able to lay on that side of my body. So feeling a lot better, but 
I say all of that story to give you a little bit of context because during the two-week period where my rib was out of place, my mind was all out of out of place too. I was a little bit screwy in the head because all that I was thinking about was how fucking frustrated I was with not only the fact that I couldn't push myself as hard as I wanted to during my training, but then it made me start thinking about other things relating to my training and my progress and everything that I've been through over the last two and a half, three years of doing CrossFit, how fucking annoyed I was with where I'm at. And I was talking to my coach and I was like, look, I feel like I need to add in more. I feel like I need to eat less. I feel like I need to do this, this, and that. And he was like, no, you gotta, you gotta trust the process. And one thing that he says that I love so much and that I'll continue to say and remind myself and remind my clients is that more is not better, but better is better. Um, so I kept reminding myself, okay, better is better. So focus on being intentional with your training. Focus on being intentional with everything that you do throughout your day. And that's how you should be living your life anyway. I know that there are going to be some moments where you're challenged with that thought because you're tired. You don't feel like it. You just, you just want to get things done. You want to check off the box. And that's fine sometimes because we're human. But the majority of the time, you want to have full intent no matter what you're doing because better is better better. Now, during the week where I was overthinking things, I was causing myself so much excessive stress that was probably inhibiting my results and inhibiting my recovery and inhibiting my sleep and negatively impacting my life because I was so anxious. And on Friday, I had an epiphany. And this is what I wanted to get to here. And that epiphany happened when I was training. I was doing a workout and I was doing this workout and I was doing these movements and I was performing really well. And I was like, well, shit, four months ago, six months ago, I remember trying to do a similar workout and I wasn't able to do it. I had to lower the weight. I had to lower the intensity because I just wasn't there yet. And now I was able to do it with no issues like being very effective with the way I was moving and with the way I was performing and very strategic and moving like an athlete instead of just kind of struggling through it and feeling like I'm not fit and I sent a message to my coach a voice memo and I said I just had an epiphany and I figured out why I've been overthinking everything over the last week and it's it's because I've been comparing myself to other people and comparing myself to where other people are at on their journey, where other CrossFit athletes are at versus where I'm at. And there's one person specifically who I always compare myself to and who I live in the shadow of. That's how I feel. But I very well know that like if I put my head down, I continue to just focus on my process and I focus on my work and I don't worry about anybody else or worry about what other people are doing on their journey then I'm going to make way more progress and feel way better about where I'm at so that's what you need to remember on your journey because we're all on some sort of a journey and the truth is you can't compare your day one to somebody else's day 100 to somebody else's day 1000 to somebody else's day one ten thousand. you know so like if I look at different CrossFit athletes that I see on Instagram while I'm scrolling, right? Then I'll see like, fuck, I wish I was as strong as that person. Damn it. I wish that I could be at the level that they're at. 
but I can't compare because maybe that person has been doing this for 10 years. Maybe that person has a gymnastics background and I don't, right? That person has put in the work that I haven't yet. I've been working fucking hard, but I haven't been doing it for 10 years, you know, because you just, at the end of the day, you have to put in reps. If you want to get better at something, you can't just find hacks to get better at it. You have to actually, at some point, do the thing that you want to get better at. If I want to be more effective at pull-ups, yes, I need to work on strengthening up the muscles, the lats that are going to help me to be able to get the pull-up, work on the technique. But at the end of the day, I just need to fucking do more pull-ups at some point, right? Like, you can work around all these things, but you have to eventually do the thing that you want to get better at more. If you want to become stronger at the squat, you have to squat more, right? Obviously, incorporate accessory movements in order to strengthen up other muscles that are going to help you be better at the squat. But you can't get better at the squat by not squatting. It's the same thing if you want to get better at running. Like, you're not going to become a better running runner by not running. You have to actually get out there, do the work, and put the reps in. And over the last two and a half years, I've had my fucking head down. And I've been working really fucking hard. And I had a Facebook memory pop up the other day from the 2021 CrossFit Open of me doing a push jerk. And it was like the most disgusting looking rep I've ever seen. Well, probably not. I've probably seen much, much worse reps in myself. But also I worked in gyms for 10 years. So yeah, I've seen a lot of disgusting reps. But anyway, you get the point. It was it was a terrible rep. Like, And I look back and I'm like, oh, I could do that weight and it would look beautiful right? But we don't think about those things in the moment until we actually take a second to step back and we get an aerial view of your journey. Because if you're so zoned in on right now, that's perfect. That's beautiful. Because if you want to actually be effective in your life, you have to be present. But if you don't ever take a step back and look around you and see how far you've come, then sometimes it can be really hard to keep pushing at the rate that you need to push to continue to get better, to get to where you want to go. So, the majority of us either compare ourselves to other people or we imagine that other people are holding us back in our life. For example, if you're somebody who is looking to lose weight or you're trying to get your nutrition a little bit better but you go out with your bros and they say, oh, why can't you have a beer? And you're like, oh, no, I can't have a beer. I'm on this diet. I'm doing this nutrition thing. And they're like, fuck, just have a beer. Like, just do it. Do you cave? Do you feel the pressure to give in in that moment? Or do you just keep your head down and say, no, I'm good. Like, I'm here to be present with you guys. And if I want to have a beer, I'll have a beer. But I have goals that I want to accomplish. And that action doesn't align with it right now. Which one do you do? The majority of people give in because they feel this pressure from the people around them. But the reality is the pressure is something that you create in your head. The reality is they don't actually give a shit if you have a beer or not. They really don't. It doesn't impact them as much as you think it does. But you're allowing yourself to trick yourself into thinking that it's impacting them. When in all reality, you're the one who's slipping up. You're the one who's making the decision to have the beer when you told yourself you weren't going to have it. Because it doesn't align with where you want to go right now. Think about it. Is it somebody else in your life that's sabotaging you? Or is it you that's sabotaging you? 
I'm reading this book. It's called Positive Intelligence. And I'm going to link it down below because honestly, it's one of the it's one of the most eye-opening books I've read in a while. I love to read. I always read. I read usually two books at a time. Right now I'm reading Positive Intelligence. And then what's the other book? The Cortisol Connection. So I always read like a nutrition science book to be able to keep myself up to date, as well as like um, a personal development book to help me, but also help my clients. And this book, Positive Intelligence, I'm telling you, this shit is exactly what I needed right now. And if I need it, then I'm sure there's at least one other person out there who definitely could grow from it. And this book, Positive Intelligence, the main theme of it is that there's a percentage of the time that we are sabotaging ourselves with our thoughts. And then there's another percentage where we're not sabotaging ourselves, where we're lifting ourselves up. But the majority of people are sabotaging themselves more often than not, which is leading them to living a life that isn't as fulfilling as it could be. And it's the reason why so many people fail at accomplishing the things that they truly want and why they settle for mediocrity because they're sabotaging themselves. And one of the things that they talk about in this book that I read last night was that we all have this judge within us. And this judge is known as our saboteur. And there are different types of saboteurs. I'm not going to get into that now. Like you can go and pick up the book and I highly recommend you do. But there are different types of saboteurs, but everybody has this one judge. And this judge is the one who's actually sabotaging you. And the one actionable step that the author gave last night in the book was that we all know that we have this judge, but the majority of us don't actually know when the judge is talking to us and we think that it's us. So we think that like these thoughts are, you know, something that we should act on. And one thing that he said that really spoke to me was name your judge. And he gave like some examples like the drill sergeant, the destroyer, the executioner, things like that. And then every single time that you have one of these thoughts that hinders you or holds you back or a negative thought, say it out loud to yourself that it's not you. It's the it's the judge that's saying that. So an example would be, I can't do this. Instead, shift your perspective and say, the destroyer says I can't do this. So if somebody says that you can't do something, the majority of us want to prove that person wrong. Like, fuck them. How dare they say that? At least that's me. So I named mine the destroyer because it sounds fucking cool. And the thoughts that my judge gives me definitely destroy me. So if my destroyer says, for example, I did a workout today where I was looking at it and I was like, there's absolutely no way that I will not fail this workout. Guess what? I didn't fail the workout because I had one of those moments again where I was like, shit, I'm making a lot of progress in my training and it's kind of all hitting me at once because I've been putting in the work leading up to this point. It happens when you actually put in the work consistently and you stop giving yourself bullshit excuses. You actually do earn results. Even though sometimes in the moment, it feels like you're kind of not moving at all. Put your head down and keep working. But I have this moment in my workout where I didn't think I'd be able to do it. And instead of saying, oh, I'll, I'll modify it without even trying because I didn't believe in myself. I said, the destroyer says I can't fucking do this workout. So I'm going to fucking do this workout and I'm going to prove that destroyer wrong. Because that is the judge that's inhibiting me from being the best version of myself. So I'm going to start applying that into my life because honestly, it's something that I really love. And the main theme of this podcast, guys, don't compare yourself to anybody else. It's you versus you. Focus on 
getting better every day. Even a little bit. Even a little bit. Some days you're not going to get better and that's okay. But as long as consistently you're getting better, as long as you can look back right now and look at yourself a year ago and say confidently that, yeah, I'm better than I was a year ago. Can you say that? I know I can. But that's because I put in the work. Can you say that? Seriously. Like, ask yourself. If you can say that, cool, keep going. If you can't say that, look at, look at what you need to change in order to be able to say that next year. Because guys, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. Time is something you'll never get back, so make the most of it. But guys, last thing, and this is exactly what my coach said to me when I sent him that voice memo on Friday. Comparison is the thief of joy. It really is. Stop comparing yourself to other people. Focus on you. Put your head down and work. And next time that judge tries to tell you that you can't do something, prove them wrong and stop sabotaging yourself. So go out today and do one thing that's going to take you one step closer to where you want to be.